Welcome to Ag on Tap. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Rusty's taking this month off, but he will be back next time. In today's show, I am chatting with Rachel Pettit, Program Director with Farmer Veteran Coalition. The Farmer Veteran Coalition mobilizes veterans to feed America. It was established in 2008. Its in-house programs include the Farmer Veteran Fellowship Fund, Small Grant Program, which is what we're talking about today primarily. They also have the nationally recognized Homegrown by Heroes label for veteran-grown products, as well as national and regional conferences. As the nation's largest nonprofit assisting veterans and active duty members of the U.S. Armed Forces who are embarking on agriculture careers, FBC has been successful in getting millions of dollars of USDA funds approved for farmer veterans and the group that supports them. This episode of Ag on Tap is brought to you by Zyway Brand Fungicides by FMC. It changes everything. So says Indiana corn grower Nathan Davis about innovative Zyway LFR fungicide from FMC. Zyway brand fungicides are the first and only at-plant corn fungicides to provide unprecedented, season-long, inside-out foliar disease protection. Discover more grower and retailer success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. So you and I have talked before, and I've done other things with the Farmer Veteran Coalition, so I know about it, but... For our listeners who maybe don't know about it, let's start out with a description of what this organization is. Sure. Um, FBC is a nationwide nonprofit that serves military veterans that are embarking on new careers in agriculture. So we support farmer veterans through education, webinars, and workshops in person, technical assistance, business planning, financial literacy. We also have a marketing program called Homegrown by Heroes, which is a way for consumers to differentiate veteran-grown products on the shelf. And then the program that I manage is the Fellowship Fund, and that's an annual grant application that purchases farm equipment between one and $5,000. And all of our services are free for veterans. We work with more than 32,000 veterans in all 50 states and the U.S. territories. So as you mentioned, there are a lot of ways that the Farmer Veteran Coalition helps out veterans who want to get into farming or who are farming. And specifically, um, buying, well, buying equipment is just, that's a lot for any farmer. So there is this fund available for farmer veterans to help them get the equipment they need. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, the education component is great and it's very meaningful, but at the end of the day, we need to equip veterans with the equipment they need to grow the food um, and other products. So the fellowship fund is a way to provide direct assistance, actually getting equipment onto farms. The application opens once a year. This year's opened on Monday and will be open until February 14th. So veterans can apply for between one and $5,000 of funding to purchase that farm equipment. Some common purchases are irrigation equipment, greenhouses, coolers, walk behind tractors, and also under the fellowship program, we have a partnership with Kubota Tractor Corporation called Geared to Give, and we work with Kubota to give away five Kubota tractors throughout the year. Um, so that's a way to get a larger piece of equipment onto farms as well. So you've worked with the organization for some time now. What are some, Tell me some stories. Let's make this personal for people. What are some of the farmer success stories that you've heard and seen? Oh, I love talking about the stories. There are so many great stories. It's really a highlight of my job is getting to chat on the phone with people from all over the country and hear just how is the weather over there? It's so different or um, what they're growing. And one of 
one of my favorite stories is when veterans connect with each other. Often veteran-owned farms, when they're able to hire someone, they seek out veterans to hire. Or those times where your business needs to partner with something, somebody else, um, they're often partnering with each other. So we have a grain grower, a grower in Michigan growing barley for a veteran-owned brewery. And that brewery owned by a veteran is buying hops from another veteran farmer. So it's full circle and they, use, they donate the spent grain. So the grain after it's been used in the beer brewing process would normally be a byproduct that gets thrown away. But um, this veteran owned brewery donates that spent grain to a veteran rancher who feeds it to his hogs. Um, so it's reducing the waste. It's really helping each other out. And you can drink a beer that was fully veteran produced with each ingredient on there in the beer. And to me, that's what it's all about is making those connections with each other, the human to human connections so that we're feeding our community and doing what we love. And you mentioned that um, it's in all 50 states, which means there's probably a very wide range of different types of farming, um, you know, different farmers. Uh, what are some of the crops that, uh, you know, you mentioned a couple that were unique already, but what are some of the other crops? Yeah, really anything that you would find on a grocery store shelf or on your plate, there's a veteran in the United States growing it, um, just about. Even chocolate. We have some cacao growers in Hawaii, two veterans that have partnered together, and they're making um, the first veteran-owned bean to bar chocolate company. So from the cacao bean all the way to the chocolate bar that you would unwrap and enjoy, every ingredient is grown by a veteran in the state of Hawaii. And we helped them in year one of their farm, buying them a um, UTV that was used to clear some land to plant their first cacao trees. Uh, we also have um, one of our veterans is in Alaska, and it's the United States' most remote farm. It's a peony farm, and they grow some vegetables in Alaska, and you can only access it by seaplane. So they literally fly their products to their local local farmer's market, which is a little bit of a seaplane flight away. We have people in the upper northeast that are um, raising cranberries and cranberry bogs. We have oyster farmers in Washington state, um, flower growers, beekeeping is a very popular enterprise for our veterans. As I mentioned, we have breweries, but also distilleries, people making Applejack and moonshine and whiskey. Um, yes, just like really every product that you can imagine, all kinds of heritage livestock, cooney cooney hogs and cattle, yeah. That's really interesting just to even just to think about all the different, you know, the diversity of agriculture throughout our, you know, our nation. Um, and to see veterans get involved in agriculture, I personally, I, you know, I, I really like this purpose. I come from a military family. My, even my son served in the, in the military and just to see veterans given opportunities to get into, you know, to shift when they're shifting out of their military, service to shift into agriculture, I think is amazing. Um, and as you said, there have been just a, a wide number of veterans who have been able to take part in this program and have seen some real benefit from it. Um, how long has it been around? 
the organization FBC was founded in 2007, and we've been managing the fellowship fund since 2011. So this will be our 12th uh, funding cycle. We've given out more than $4 million through this program to about 700 veterans. Um, so it's making a really big impact. There's a big ripple effect because as I mentioned, then some of those people, especially in the early funding years around 2011, um, their businesses are growing, they're hiring veterans, they're producing more food that's using the Homegrown by Heroes label. Um, it's all just rippling out. How do you guys get that funding? Are businesses involved and how can businesses help support this? Yeah, great question. Um, we are open to donations. I'm currently fundraising my hardest to increase the dollar amount that we'll give out in this 2022 funding cycle, which um, those awards will be dispersed in the spring. So we get funding through some government grants through the U.S. Department of Agriculture and private companies and individual donations, even $50 it makes a difference. Um, so we have a lot of individual donors around the country that are enrolled in our giving program, which you can find on our website. We have corporate partners like Kubota and Tractor Supply Company. Um, we get in-kind donations where people can donate used equipment or gear, or companies can give our members a discount, like a military discount that's specific to farmer veterans, 10 to 20% off of of equipment is so helpful for farmers, especially in those first few years. So if anyone listening is interested in any of that, definitely reach out to me and we would be happy to chat with you. I like that you pointed out that even individuals, you know, if this is really ringing true to somebody who's listening, they can help out just by giving a donation too. And I'm sure that they can probably find information on that on the website. Yeah, right on our website at the top of the page, we have a donate button and you could do a one time or a recurring donation. Um, we take old fashioned paper checks and we take digital payments through PayPal, everything. Yeah. And what was the website address? It's farmvetco.org. That's farm as in farmer, vet as in veteran.org. Okay. Farmvetco.org. Very good. So do you have like a wish list for donations? Uh, you, you mentioned that people can also help donate or they can donate their used equipment. Do you have some things that are specifically needed? Yeah, beekeeping is so popular. So any apiary equipment, bee suits, smokers, beehives, those things are just really meaningful. Um, we have lots of people just starting out in beekeeping and they're looking for that gear that they need to make to get their first hive. Um, Definitely larger pieces of equipment like tractors and old trucks, coolers, storage containers, all of those things that would otherwise be wasted or maybe you have it sitting in the back of your property and you want it gone. Uh, we have a really handy dandy search map and we can search those 32,000 members and find someone near you. You'll meet one of your neighbors and make a great donation and a connection. So, and then again, um, the fund that we were talking about, uh, applications, you are taking those through February 14th, right? Correct, yeah. What's the application process like? Yeah, the application is um, available on our website and it's pretty straightforward. There are questions about military experience and ag experience. We count all kinds of experience, whether someone grew up on a farm and they have that hands-on training or if they're first generation and they haven't farmed yet themselves, but they did some ag training programs, watched a webinar series, or attended one of the farmer training programs around the country, 
we also count um, all of the military experience because a lot of those skills are transferable. All the mechanical skills, the leadership skills, those are all things that you need as a farmer. So in the application, there are places to write about various experiences and all of it is valued. Then we ask questions about what equipment someone is requesting with that maximum $5,000. And um, then there is a place to upload a business plan. That's a key requirement in the application. We give out lots of resources on how to write a business plan. So if anyone is thinking of applying and that feels like a daunting task, please reach out. We have free templates. We have a YouTube webinar tutorial on how to write a business plan. And we have lots of uh, mentors that we could connect you with. So once someone's filled out that application and added their business plan and then their proof of service, they're all good to go. Um, after February 14th, we have a panel of volunteers that are all experts in the military and ag community that will review all of the applications. We anticipate more than 500 applicants this year. Every year we get more than the last year. Um, so those reviewers will score each of the 500 applications and then we will make award announcements in the spring. So we're shooting for about mid-April. All right, is there anything that you can think of that we missed or maybe left out? Um, please check out our website. There's a whole page of stories. They're very inspiring. We have pictures from the various farms that we've mentioned. You can really see the diversity of American agriculture and the diversity of what a veteran looks like and hear uh, testimonials and quotes directly from them. It's just a very touching part of our website. So I encourage you to check that out. Check us out on Facebook. We post our events there. We also have a Facebook group that's closed just for farmer veterans, and that's a great platform for folks to exchange information and make connections. So if you are a veteran interested in farming that's listening, join our Facebook group as well. Perfect. Thank you for your time, Rachel. Yeah, thank you so much, Sabrina. This episode of Ag on Tap was brought to you by Zyway Brand Fungicides by FMC. Go long for season-long foliar disease protection that starts at plant. Only Zyway brand fungicides from FMC provide season-long foliar disease protection from the start. Active ingredient flutriafol moves through your corn plants as they grow for inside-out protection from roots to tassel. Growers and retailers are sharing their Zyway brand fungicide success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. Rusty returns next time, so come back next month for another edition of Ag on Tap. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for listening.